1: The Draft Pod! Let's go, baby! It's Justin, it's Dre, we're here. We did our full season predictions. Now it's time to talk about the players. Nothing better than getting into our All-American teams. This was a really fun exercise. Lots of draft-eligible guys. Lots of underclassmen to keep an eye on, which was fun. Um... Justin, what do you want to do? Offense, defense, where should we start first?
0: Let's start with the offense because I, I think the defense will be a little bit more fun. I think there's a little bit more room for debate on on a couple of the positions. I mean, the offense, I'm really interested to see as well. Um, I yeah. did have some fun with it personally. I, there were a couple of ones where I was like, is this actually going to happen? I don't know, but I love this guy and it's realistic. So I'm putting them in there. Um, there you go. Quarterback. Caleb Williams, USC. I mean, I, I think, I think it's possible, very possible. And we talked about this on the last pod that USC kind of has a letdown season. Yes. It's really hard to repeat when there's this much expectation coming in. Yeah. That said, he's probably the most dynamic player in college football. So betting on him to not be an All American feels like a a poor bet.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, one of the great pure talents we have seen in this game in a while. Yeah, I've just got this feeling that something's not going to quite go right for USC this year. Uh, I've just seen it too many times before. But man, I got a little more like hot takey prediction later on. It's just hard to put the reigning Heisman and a guy that I have been on from like day one, the second he got his first first appearance. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, at that point it was like, yeah, anyone who's starting at quarterback for Lincoln Riley, you better pay attention uh, because all these guys are just being funneled straight to the NFL and winning the Heisman. But yeah, Caleb Williams, right right from the start when he fills in for – uh Spencer Rattler in that Red River rivalry and brings him back. I mean, even re-watching the Marvin Mims tape uh after the Broncos drafted him, you still had to go back to that. And it was just intoxicating what he can do off-platform on the move, these insane throws he can make. He's an all-world talent man. Uh, he's gonna have a really loaded offense. He's got the best play caller in the game, maybe not even just in college football in the game, period. If things pan out, the thing I, the way I'm predicting they will in college football, JJ McCarthy and Michael Penix, I think will have a real, real uh, case to be first team All American and maybe even the Heisman. But with our preseason, I am gonna give Caleb this spot.
0: JJ would be my second team, probably. Like if we were doing a, a full full two teams, just because of the success I think Michigan is gonna have and. I yeah. think we're going to see him take a big step up too. You saw him once he kind of won that yeah. role finally at the, the end of the season, he got more comfortable in his shoes out there. I mean, he's got all the arm talent and athleticism in the world. It's just that, you know, consistency with some of the more intermediate stuff and, and right. kind of, you know, just being more consistently accurate, but the the sky is the limit for him. Um did you do two running backs? I did. I did. That I did seems well. to be the
1: conventional, yeah. classic way. So I just went with it. Um, lots of choices here. Lots of choices. You could go off the board. Um, so everyone's just expecting Blake Horum to be back and be like full speed, huh?
0: That seems to be the national consensus. I've been surprised yeah. too, because like basically every national outlet you look at, they have him as a preseason All American. Mm-hmm. What was and the injury I, again? I don't remember. To be honest, here, I'll yeah. Do that. Um, so I'm concerned but, I mean, they about that too. Who's going to split also, into his carries? You know, statistically right. speaking, I, I would have some hesitancy there. Um, okay, actually, so. with my first running back, I went with Braylon Allen, the Wisconsin running back, <laughs> who I really like.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, he's a. It was a knee injury. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's not That's what something.
0: what I thought, but I not
1: no, um, I have Allen as well. I just think it's going to be a huge bounce back here for Wisconsin. And um, he already looked good in like the most down year. You know, he's an absolute workout warrior. in those Wisconsin backs, man, they're just like year in, year out. They're doing their thing. So he was second on my list, but there's two first team All-American. So instead of spoiling that, I am agreeing with you. Who was your other one?
0: I went with Corum. I just <laughs> I went healthy. I think he is that guy. I kind of struggled. Oh, uh, on he this is. Back. I struggled he with running back and receiver, to be honest, because there were yep. four or five guys that I really like. Um, yeah, I went with Corum of the with healthy reservations about whether he's going to play enough and whether Edwards is going to take too much of his too much of his shine because Edwards yep. was awesome too. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the guy in that Ohio State game. Give me Raheem Sanders for Arkansas. Um, I think that offense is going to be lots of fun with him and KJ Jefferson and that Razorbacks backfield. Uh, Sanders has just been a phenom from the second. That's he a stepped better pick, on. pick.
0: That's a more fun pick. I'm mad at myself for not.
1: Even- he went all Big Ten on me, man. You're a real classic guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me an Arkansas running back. Always fun to to pick those guys and i mean raheem sanders is the real deal like this dude is an absolute stud um you know a little adrian peterson-esque
0: he's one of my favorite high preseason heisman bets
1: he's great i don't know about the heisman just because i don't know how good arkansas will be But I, yeah, maybe yeah, that, that is a team, team success but we might have undervalued them when we were handicapping the SEC earlier, you know. They were frisky last year. Yeah, man. they were. They were. And again, I get one
0: of those teams that has an identity.
1: Yeah, backfield. I trust that backfield. So could be where I mean, I trust quote unquote. KJ Jefferson kind of sucks, but he's a fun runner. Um, okay. God, I let's, forgot
0: he's still there, even.
1: Let's go. i I only saw him on some lists so that's the only reason. I would have assumed he was gone as well. Uh wide receivers, my friend. Number 1 should be easy.
0: Marvin Harrison Jr. Ohio yeah. State. Easy yeah. peasy.
1: A smidge concerned of like we don't know the quarterback uh but I think their track records pretty good and that Ryan Day offense. But like everything I said about Caleb Williams does kind of apply to Marv too. Like there is something that makes me feel like, man, I wonder if this just ends up being a lost season as it happens with so many other just consensus top dogs coming into the year.
0: And that's why I as with as much hesitancy as I have, I also have the the other Ohio State receiver. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce his last name. I I've like I've listened to it a couple I of times. Ekbuka, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um how can you not go with these guys who have just, like, such great combination of size, hands, using their bodies to adjust and stuff? I'm going Romo Adunze? Adunze? yeah. Washington, I really believe in that passing game. I really believe in him. I mean, he put up monster stats. He's 6'3", plus. Like, the guy's just a crazy vertical threat. Uh, I think he's going to have a lot of fun. Um dominating the Pac-12 with that passing game. I think that's going to be a surprise team. And yeah, I think he's going to be a huge catalyst and a guy who's going to go very high in the first round. And I mean, you know, there's... I do have Ibuka ranked higher as a prospect, Xavier Worthy, Texas wide receiver getting a lot of buzz, USC has a bunch of guys, you know, once that kind of settles into, like, who the, the hierarchy of that wide receiver room we see play out. Um, that's going to be a great room. There's, it's maybe not the most loaded wide receiver group, but you certainly have plenty of talent. Juice Wells at South Carolina got a little buzz.
0: There's a lot of guys over the top you like. Um, I'd put Egbuka at all-purpose, technically. I wasn't sure if we wanted to do two receivers, three yeah. receivers. Egbuka
1: um, all-purpose is an interesting one. Trey Benson, Will Shipley... I mean, Jatavion Sanders, the Texas move tight end would be a fun one to put in there. That's, that was a tough one for me, but I saw a lot of people are doing their list with the like all purpose player and putting Igbuka in there. And I mean, he's my second ranked wide receiver. So yeah, Josh, Josh, uh, no gosh. Who's a uh, Malik. God damn it. Where's the LSU wide receiver on my list. Give me one sec. Talk-
0: yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, you are talking about... Well, I know. I need
1: to... I, how's he now? Malik this? Neighbors. Thank you. Thank you, Malik yes. Neighbors. Um, would be another candidate there. So, yeah. I think those are the top dogs. I'm intrigued to see who like rises and pops off in this class because we, we see this year after year. Like Guys just come out of nowhere and are phenomes.
0: I am too. Um, again, I cheated. I put him at all purpose. Um, I think Udeze of Washington is the smart pick, but I did put Tory Horton from CSU. Um, Ooh, as good a guy call. To like, yeah. yeah. I just think it's very realistic. I mean, statistically he was one of the best in the country a year ago. I think mm-hmm. he's a top 10 receiver in terms of draft projection. He may come back. He's hinted at it a couple times. I still think he goes, if he has a big enough year, um, but I'm just kind of banking on this CSU offense to be much improved. And, We talked about it a lot on the Rams pod, so I won't really like dive into it, but he's a guy that's going to benefit from having way more talent around him because he put up 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns and 70 some catches while being doubled basically every single rep.
1: Yeah. In an offense that had its struggles with an inexperienced quarterback and one of the worst offensive lines in the country. Um give the quick elevator pitch on him, size, speed, more of a route runner technician, you know, that kind of the the quick breakdown for for those who aren't
0: familiar with this game. Underrated speed. He's, he's one of those guys that, like, I don't know, when you watch him, it doesn't feel like he's running that fast, but he's just really smooth with his stride. And all of a sudden, he's, you know, has two yards of separation. Great threat over the top, great body control. Um, When I've talked about him on the Rams pod, he feels kind of like a hybrid of Rashard Higgins and Michael Gallup. Like you see some of the Mm -hmm. stuff he does in the air and you're like, Oh, that was very Gallup-esque with the way he was able to contort, bring it down on the sideline. And then you see some of the stuff over the middle um, in terms of creating yards after the catch where you're like, Oh, he's got a lot of wiggle to him too. He's just a great athlete. He's going to be their punt returner. So they're just basically trying to take advantage of that. He's a playmaker, man. Like he, he is as good as any of these Ram receivers that have that have come through the program. And I think much like with what you're seeing with Romeo Dubs and the Packers, he's got a game that's going to translate very easily to the next level.
1: Say no more. I mean, that's uh, there's a track record there. So being able to compare him to those other guys is a very useful tool. Some of these will be a little more chalky, tight end how could you not give it to Brock Bowers?
0: It's Brock Bowers. It's it's not even it's not even a comment. The guy's a Madden-created player. <laughs> he, and he, no, he yeah.
1: is. He is. Gun to your head, Justin. And we need to. We we don't even have Bowers's final year of eval and tape in. But at at this juncture, better NFL prospect: Brock Bowers or Kyle Pitts?
0: I'll still take Pitts. Some of the stuff we saw Pitts do at Florida, huh. I, I just think... Preach, brother. Like, Oops. I think with what he could do in a modern offense, it's just he has, he doesn't have a quarterback in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, even at the end of his rookie season, we saw him flash a little bit. But I, I think... I just think he hasn't been maximized. And Bowers is a freak. He'll yeah. he'll be a guy that I think has success right away because of that, that physicality. But I also don't think he's going to be a guy that's like, you know, I don't know, like an all pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. He I feels mean, so
1: complete to me. He feels he's so
0: much better as a receiver than I give him credit for, to be fair. Like I I a lot of times oh, when he I gets, talk about him, he's got super soft hands and so he good honestly at getting runs open. pretty fluid for how oh, yeah, you know, muscular he is. Yeah, I don't know why I'm nitpicking him. He's a stud.
1: Um Jahim Bell, Florida State, uh the aforementioned Jatavion Sanders few other guys to keep an eye on um my guy brent kuthy the utah tight end who's been injured for a gajillion years and uh georgia transfer went to nebraska eric gilbert a few other names to keep an eye on offensive eligible
0: though yes right he's got some stuff to figure out um offensive tackle I went Joe Alt of Notre Dame and Olu Fashanu of Penn State. I I just think they're the best two in the country, but I have decent margin.
1: Same here. Absolutely. Um, Fashanu, I mean, might be controversial, but uh, I think we all felt would have been the top-ranked offensive tackle in last year's draft had he declared. I don't know why he came back. Totally. And I mean, the top three guys went in the top 15. So uh, that Penn State offense... Has some real juice, you know. Like, uh, we didn't talk about him much in the preview, but Fashanu Singleton's the running back. I always forget the name of the quarterback, but there's some real hype around him. Joe Alt, Notre Dame, great track record. Sam Hartman's going to help him a lot. Um, Patrick Paul, massive offensive tackle from Houston, was mocked in the top 15 by Matt Miller, JC Latham, Alabama. He's going to move. Inside-to-outside this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amarius Mims out of Georgia, a guy who only started two games because obviously the, that pipeline's been insane, but looked like an NFL stud already. If he can do it su- successfully, that's another guy that has just like, he's
0: a mammoth player. From a Broncos perspective, yeah, kind of excited about Barry. these tackles you know, yeah. going into next year. I think that's got to be a position. I mean, we'll see what happens with receiver, I guess, and all these freaking injuries. But I, the, there's a lot of guys, I think three, four guys, that are going to come out that you could land and be like, day one,
1: 100%. that's our right
0: tackle, and or even our left tackle. Right,
1: right, 100%. Offensive guard, Um. actually, let's do center, because I think that's the boring one, because I just have Cedric Van Pran out of Georgia. I mean, set and forget stud i think a guy who could even be a first rounder guard is a little more fun because you th- there's a few different guys um cooper bb seems to be a consensus tyler Dude, he booker, hasn't given up
0: a sack since, since
1: 2020 crazy. so that's since the kansas state guard which is crazy tyler booker getting a lot of love he's just a sophomore at alabama um but i have someone else with bb paired on my all-american team
0: i went with uh zach minter of michigan
1: dude we're we're too I spoil aligned. It? yes um, yes no is it minter or zinter um i wrote
0: I down i think zinter. it's minter I
1: don't know. um but yeah anyways michigan track record you need to have him on here it would have been crazy to have a first team all-american since i didn't give it to quorum And not even have Zinter, um, you are correct.
0: I can, um, I don't know what I get with that.
1: No worries. Um, so yeah, I really like that track record. Donovan Jackson, the massive guard out of Ohio State, maybe the best prospect of the group, is another guy to keep an eye on.
0: I do like the Bama kid a lot too. It's just, yeah, it's kind of wait and see mode on him. Um, you know what, you don't have to stress about though, you know, I, I stressed about these. These AP teams, I, I don't have to stress about buying tickets with game time because Let's they go. make it so easy. Yes, The best prices are available last minute when you shop through game time. We've got week one coming up here. Um, next week, you could get some CSU tickets for about 40 bucks. Um, Hey, maybe you want to wait. They've got homecoming. They've got everything. That's what's great about game time. You can buy in advance. But if you are a slacker like me and you wait until the last moment, they're going to make sure that you are not getting price gougers. They've got flash deals, last minute tickets, and they will guarantee that they have the lowest price. And if someone else has a lower price, they're going to match it. That's how game time hooks it up. They can give you an image of your, your ticket before you even get to the stadium. Sometimes, you know, especially if you've never been to that stadium, you might be hesitant mm-hmm. about where you want to buy. Boom, gives you a view of exactly what you're going to see. This is the future, people. Ticket buying has never been easier. Snack tickets without stress with game time. Download the app, create an account, use the code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code DNVR for $20 off. Download game time today. Oh my goodness. Download (laughs) game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
1: Love it. And love me some Shady Ray's. Man, they're such great sunglasses, so many great styles. You can just feel them in your hand. It feels like a real, like made out of actual good material. The styles are awesome. The lenses are polarized and amazing. And best of all, it's designer quality glasses, designer quality styles at like a third of the price. They're incredible. And as if that wasn't good enough right now, using code DMVR, you can get 50% off on two or more pairs we love our shady rays i have all sorts of different styles i think i have six pairs now got the wifey a pair as well jake will not stop getting compliments on his check them out they're like uh speckled broncos colors basically yeah they're orange sharp. blue and white they are very sharp he rocks them well in Colorado you're not if you don't have shades it's like what are you doing you're going to get blasted by the sun 24/7 year round exclusive for our listeners man you use that code DMVR at shadyrays.com and you're going to get their best deal of the season shadyrays.com for code DMVR for 50% off plus two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the official shades of the DMVR draft pod and the shades that are rated over 5 stars by quarter million people
0: if you're lounging out, you know, in your shady rays, maybe you're sitting on your back porch, maybe you're just, you know, walking down the street, taking advantage of this cooler weather we finally have in Denver this weekend.
1: That's the vibe.
0: Do it with an ice cold brew in hand. I mean, be careful. I, I don't think you're supposed to walk around with, with the beer, so I probably shouldn't encourage people to break the law. But um, do it responsibly and safely within the, the confines of your residence instead. That would be a better thing to recommend. Great note. Great. What I cannot recommend enough, though, is Breckenridge Brewery. They've got an endless variety. They've been doing it for 33 years. It all comes down to their love and their passion for making good beer. Check out the Breck Brew locator at BreckBrew.com. Find a brew near you, and again, don't do anything illegal. That was a that was a bad yeah. transition on my end, but we, uh, we yeah. made it out. Shout out Breck Brew.
1: But summer vibes in full effect, no doubt. Um... Okay, defense, man. More more guys the Broncos might look at. So to summarize, pretty loaded quarterback, running back, offensive tackle groups. Yes. Wide receiver, tight end, interior offensive line feels at this point a smidge uh, lacking in depth.
0: Yeah, it's not as exciting going in, but I'm sure there'll be four or five guys that pop that you know, we're underclassmen or injured or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's that time of year. It feels like receiver at this point. is just a never-ending cycle. Of there'll be 10 dudes that you could plug and play week one.
1: No kidding. And fun thing about the offensive side, basically all those guys we gave out um, draft eligible, essentially. Defense, I think you have a lot more underclassmen who aren't even quite draft eligible, who you should keep an eye on what scheme did you make your team for
0: i i just went with four defensive linemen three linebackers two corners two safeties i put a guy that like you if you same. were doing a flex like adding a 12th i i put who he would be but um, oh fun I yeah, I, I just went with four. It gets so wonky now. This is the hardest even doing like my preseason all conference picks is weird because it's like how do you define some of these guys? Or mm-hmm. are, are they an outside linebacker or are they a defensive end? Because right. it depends on the pass rushing scheme. And are they a safety or are they a linebacker? You know, there's all kinds of t- totally little weird things you can get into. Um so don't nitpick us for that type of stuff. <laughs> I might classify someone as an edge and you're like, he's outside line, or yeah, know, yeah, vice yeah. versa. It doesn't matter. Um, I did
1: the same. Let's start with Edge because that's a fun one. Jared
0: Verse, Florida State.
1: Yeah, um, maybe controversial, but I don't have him in there. I think he's poised for a big year. Kind of shocking that he didn't declare last year, given his production. Um, Very well-rounded, but I went with the higher upside of JT Tuimoalu, the edge out of Ohio State. Ohio State has an insane uh, duo with him and Jack Sawyer, um, who looks like a Bosa twin a little bit. To him all, who needs to be more consistent, but just length and strength for days. Uh, it was the Penn State game. He absolutely took over and was unblockable. So I went with him and Harold Perkins out of LSU. Houdini himself, who just like one of those edge rushers with such great balance and you know, like Ben, that like your eyes blink and he's in the backfield was absolutely insane for the Tigers as a true freshman.
0: I also have Harold Perkins. I think he's the biggest freak in terms of defensive guys this year. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I've got a lot of love for LSU going into this year. They've just, they've got some high end talent and and some athleticism where it's like, this could be a special year. And as much as we like to mock, you know, the, dorky recruiting stuff brian kelly does quarterback in in year two with brian kelly as much talent as they have at receiver and in that front seven look out
1: no doubt um i would also add to our watch list chop robinson out of penn state who's getting a ton of love and layatu latu the ucla Edge, who towards the end of the draft season last year was getting a lot of love. His production's insane. I think there's some injury stuff, but he could really dominate the Pac-12 for a second consecutive year. Seems like Nick Benito and Drew Sanders are popping enough and Baron Browning isn't even back yet that maybe Edge isn't a need for the Broncos, but if it is, college football has us covered. Um, Defensive tackle might be more of a mixed bag. Who'd you go with on this one?
0: I went with Gerjon uh, Newton from Illinois. Uh, mm-hmm. He's coming off of a great year. He's an older guy. So, in, in terms of like draft status, you know, we'll see. I, I still yeah. think he'd be in the top couple interior guys you would look at. Yep.
1: But, and that I mean, Illinois defense, I mean, what they did. It's last just
0: nasty. Year. He, he brings yeah. great versatility. He, he can shut down the run. He can get after the QB a little bit. Uh, great stats in terms of tackles for loss and, and all that. He's just, he's been really productive and, it's hard to find guys that that move like him and are, are that strong because he's not like, you know, a 340-pound defensive tackle, you know, like mm-hmm. the big bulging belly or anything like that. He's more of the the moderate interior defensive lineman. But I like right.
1: him a lot. Right. He's got a ton of draft buzz, even if he is older. I went with uh, Michael Hall, little bowling ball interior pass rusher out of Ohio State. He had another game like Tuomalu where it was like, what, like this dude just dominated end to end. It was another high profile game. Maybe it was the Notre Dame game early in the season. I actually think that's what it was. That Um, sounds right. Anyways, he can be a one-man wrecking crew. (laughs) Ohio State in the defensive trenches is absolutely sick.
0: If they find consistency, that's where, you know, as much Michigan love as we have this year, that's where that gets interesting because... They have on paper the guys, you know, to punch back against right. Michigan to stop the run, to, you know, bring it to them. It's just can you match that mentality?
1: Yeah. Um, and then I you'll have to tell me if you'll allow this or not, but I went with Mikel Williams. So a bit uh, more of a five technique than anything I think as future projections go six five two sixty three as a true freshman at Georgia last year um thirty one quarterback pressures six and a half tackles for loss. I just think he's gonna have a massive year. um he's definitely a hand in the ground guy um so yeah, There's I feel pressures
0: out. as a true freshman is insane. what are you
1: doing? it's six five two sixty three like he's gonna eat two cheeseburgers and just fill into 290 and look like the slimmest man in america you know like he's that that frame's gonna fill in so easy it's gonna be insane newton certainly deserves love leonard taylor the third out of miami getting a lot of love and mason smith out of lsu a guy who was himself a freak as a true freshman injured most of last year coming back expecting big things from him and the Tigers, but I went Michael Hall and Mikkel Williams because I think as pure pass rushers, those guys are another tier.
0: I'll throw out Tyler Davis from Clemson as well. Good who, one. He hasn't been quite as consistent, but he did have, I think, seven sacks last year after, you know, kind of disappointing yes. after that yes. breakout freshman year. So I think if he can kind of get back to that freshman form, and, and I again, I'm really high on Clemson this year, I, I think he's got a good chance to be in this conversation.
1: Great name, full blown freak. If he can stay healthy, because I think 2019 was like his. It's dude, it's almost Brian Brees all over again. Or yeah, Mercy. it's been a long
0: time since we've had the like the, the consistency. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Versi. I think I said first, but
1: let's circle back. uh Well, yeah, let's circle back to Edge real quick because there are two local guys, at least two local guys, who we could be considering in some All American squads. Um, why don't you start by talking about Mo?
0: Yeah, I mean, Mohamed Kamara, fifth year guy at CSU has started at linebackers now playing more of a defensive end. I think he's kind of an outside linebacker Shaq Barrett type at the NFL. I don't think he'll be a hand in the ground type player, but he is so quick off the snap and he's, he just, he's a quarterback. Back killer. I mean, he gets to the QB so quickly. These last couple of years, he's slimmed down a little bit, but he still has all the muscle. It's it's just he's a freak. He he's gonna be in the mix for Mountain West defensive player of the year and it could very well be in the All-American range, along with another guy who I'll, I'll get to when we get in the secondary.
1: Yeah, and I think Jordan Dominic at the buffs is probably the guy you want to keep an eye on most of all. He's a Georgia Tech in Arkansas pass rusher who was second or who either led the SEC or was top three in the SEC in sacks last year for the Razorbacks? He is long, um, long for days, uses his arms well, maybe not the most explosive or bendy guy, but in a four-man front, this is a guy you want in the rotation. And I mean, he had double-digit sacks in the SEC. What could we do for Colorado in the Pac-12? Definitely a guy to keep an eye on for all American teams and a guy who could be in the mix to be a top 100 pick in the NFL draft.
0: Yeah, the talents in the defensive line, really across the front range, is pretty intriguing. Air Force, Wyoming, CSU, CSUCU, there's, there's a lot of guys there. Those games should all be very physical. So I'm, I'm no looking doubt. forward to all these local games.
1: I found the back seven to be the least intriguing or maybe least loaded of all these positions. Not counting, like, the interior offensive line. Um, did you find that to be the case as well?
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of going back and forth, not because it was, oh, I love this guy so much. It was just yeah. kind of like, oh, like, I mean, he's a third-year starter at proven stats. I guess I'll throw him in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at, at linebacker, I went with Dallas Turner, Tommy Ike, uh, Dallas Turner of Alabama, Tommy yep. Eikenberg of Ohio State, and Jeremiah Trotter Jr. of Clemson.
1: Those are good names. Um, I went with Turner as well and Trotter, though Barrett Carter out of Clemson. Uh, you know, the, the two Clemson guys was like, I okay. I almost just
0: went with two Clemson guys, yep. but Eichenberg is coming off a 100-plus tackle season. I think he's going to be kind of the heart of that Ohio State front seven. Um, yeah,
1: no, Eichenberg's a good one. Um, though, again, I've kind of felt like, um, you know, that, that that front seven i'm on wait and see prove it mode i went with Jamin, be more
0: consistent right Sorry,
1: i went with Jamin dumas johnson another guy who last year at georgia was spectacular as a pr- pure sophomore his impact um in the backfield as well is really noticeable and yeah i just expect big things from this georgia defense so i'm i'm trying to load up on guys um and yeah, I'm surprised he's not getting more draft love, but a bit of a stocky build a la Nakobe Dean. Maybe not 5'11, but like 6'1, 245, you know.
0: I like him a lot. I think, I mean, I think you're buying at the right time with him. You're like yeah. buying into him. Yeah. You know, you're buying if it was a yeah. stock, you're buying at the right time. For um sure. Corners, I've got Kool Aid McKinstry of Alabama and Kalen King of Penn State. I think those are the best two corners in the country, and it's not, not that close to me. Koolin
1: McKinstry and who
0: else are? Uh, Kalen King of Penn State.
1: Yep. Um, they're up there. Josh Newton, another guy in the mix. I want Travis Hunter to mix it up and be different. I want we to see what he can do you. Yep.
0: I'm fine with that. And he's a stud. Like his his high his ceiling is a first round pick. And I think he is, it seems like corner is probably the the route he's leaning. Although watching him at Jackson State, I still think he might be a more natural receiver.
1: Yeah, he might be. Um, and you know, not the biggest. He's so twitched up though, so competitive. Um, and yeah, it's just it's a group here. It's a group of corners where Maybe that's the biggest need for the Broncos coming into this season, you know, just on paper. And I don't love this class, um, so we'll see. Cooper DeGene, I didn't include. I actually put him in the safety group.
0: So did I. I had Cooper DeGene and Jack Howell of CSU at there safety. You go. Um, again, admittedly, a bit of you know, go on with my heart, but he is a top ten free safety in the country. He is coming off of a 100-plus tackle season. He's one of the most versatile DBs that, I, that I've seen at CSU in a while. And uh, I, I just think he's going to have a huge year. So I'm, I'm giving my local guys some love. Um, Cam Nicole. Kitchens of Miami is another guy that I considered mm-hmm. putting in the mix. I think he had six picks a year ago. But yeah. I, I still think Cooper DeGene is probably my favorite safety in this class.
1: Another guy I considered is another Georgia Bulldog coming off an insane true freshman season in Malachi Starks. Um, Keep an eye on him. But you know what? I went West Coast bias, and I gave it to Kellen Bullock, um, one of the few bright spots of the Trojans' defense last year. He had five interceptions for USC. He is 6'3", 195 His game gets compared to Minka Fritz-Patrick. His frame gets compared to Derwin James. Even if that's too rich on both counts, I'm intrigued. Um, And yeah, I mean, that's all the USC defense was, was kind of finding timely turnovers. And he was as big a part of that as anyone. Um, So I went with him.
0: That's a good pick. I think I had him initially. And then I was just like, I can't dog USC's defense as much as I have and then give them an (laughs) All-American.
1: It's a fair point. Um, Denzel Burke is a corner at um, Ohio State that gets some love as well.
0: That I think might be true. Yeah. yeah. Did you do a kicker and punter?
1: I didn't. I didn't because I'm not. That's not my area of expertise. But you come from a program and a region that produces those kind that's of true. guys. I so I would love to hear your picks punters
0: much more than yeah, the average individual. That's these right. Days. Um, I, we'll start with Kicker um, because I wanted to get some Mountain West love. And I went with John Hoyland of uh, Wyoming. He's 45 of 53 in his career, 85%. He's clutch as hell. He's got a big leg. And anybody that can make 50-yard field goals in Laramie when the wind is howling and the ball is as hard as a rock, you know, you're, you're cold as ice. So shout out John Hoyland. I think he was actually second team AP All-American, so not even like that bold of a, a shout out by me. And then at punter, there's a couple guys in the Mountain West that are, that are getting some love, but I went with Tory Taylor of Iowa. He's the most consistent in terms of, like, net average coming into this season. Not super sexy, like doesn't have a stonehouse leg or anything like that, but very few do.
1: Very few do, and he'll be busy if the Iowa offense is anything like they were last year, so...
0: For Spencer's sake, God, I hope not. But they do bring over Cade McNamara, obviously, from Michigan, who's, you know, had some nice moments. Um, I just have a hard time seeing Iowa do anything but be Iowa football, and I don't know. They, they, I'll believe it when I see it, in terms of them opening things up a little bit.
1: Dude, what a pleasure. I love this. I am saving this note so that we can go back to it at the end of the season when we do our actual All-American teams and see how many of these we were right on. You know, in the end, I wrote Shipley as my all-purpose guy, so I'm going to stick to that, okay? Um, Egbuka was the easy one and my highest-ranked wide receiver to not make this list, but that's who I'm going with. So
0: You could put Travis Hunter in that all-purpose mix. which i think is what the ap recognized him as
1: yeah um he's a fun one i really hope we're right about some of our local picks because it would be awesome it has been a minute and i want to see some guys that you cover day in day out and jake get that love they deserve i'm so hyped i'm so hyped best of luck with your picks on week zero j mike If you didn't hear our predictions and all that, check out that episode. Check out all of Justin's stuff on DMVR Rams. Check out all of Jake's stuff on DMVR Buffs. And uh, yeah, check us out next Thursday, regular coming to you in video form as well, but always support the podcast as you always have. It means the world to us. (sighs) Happy college football. Happy football to you all. We'll be back next week. Bye.